Hello and welcome to Live Your Wow. I'm Amy Preston and it is my absolute purpose in life to empower women to truly value themselves and step into their very best self in body, mind and confidence. I hope you enjoy this podcast and if at any point you think, oh my gosh, I would love to work with Amy as my coach, please do just drop me a message on Instagram at APFitCoach and please do help me on my mission to empower as many women as possible. Like, share, rate, follow, subscribe to this podcast. Without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to episode number four in this week's mini-series where I teach you everything that you possibly could need to know to start your very own transformation journey and ditch that yo-yo diet cycle once and for all so that you can step into your very best self in body, in mind and confidence. So, so far this week, we have set you up for the mindset side of things before you start your journey. Yesterday, I went over how to manage the nutrition side of things. Today, I'm going to be focusing all on mastering exercise for lasting fat loss. And tomorrow, you're in for a treat because I'm going to give you four bonus tips to master your mindset. Because ladies, I'll be very honest with you, Really achieving lasting results is not easy, but with the tools I'm giving you this week, it's going to be a whole lot easier. I'm teaching you everything that I use with my own coaching clients, and they truly achieve very lasting results. So let's get stuck in, ladies. Mastering exercise for lasting fat loss. Now, I am a personal trainer, and I worked for around five, six years as a personal trainer, starting in gyms. Then I have my own studio. And from there, I went into my coaching and I set up my WOW Academy, my coaching program. And the reason I did that is because I noticed that people simply thought, and this is because of society and celebrity culture and things, people simply thought, and they still do, that if they want to lose weight, all they need to do is just just get a PT. And that is going to solve everything. They're going to get these fantastic results for seeing a personal trainer for one hour or maybe two hours a week. But in reality, people soon realize, actually, it's everything else in between that that really counts. I'll be really honest with you. I still get contacted from people about personal training. And I do really, really limited amount of PT these days because I'm so passionate about helping women through all the others so they can achieve a total transformation. So people will always think that they just need to get a PT and it's just this sort of hour or two of exercise a week that they need to lose weight. And this is what's been missing. And I know where it's come from. It's come from kind of people seeing celebrities, TV programs where people get these amazing transformations when they see a personal trainer. But ultimately, exercise itself is around just five to 10% of the overall puzzle of you getting lasting fat loss results. Honestly, there is so much kind of in between the exercise piece, all right? It is not simply down to exercise, but it is, of course, a really important part of it. So in today's session, I'm going to teach you exactly how to manage exercise. And I'm going to go over four key points. So firstly, focus on exercise to make you feel good rather than simply to look a certain way. And I wanted to start with this as point number one, because this in the past 
is something that I have kind of really experienced myself. So when I was younger, before my kind of PT and coaching days, I really, really used exercise from a place of hate, I would say. I used it simply as a way of earning calories and burning calories. And I used it to get skinny. I just wanted to be as skinny as possible. So I would do loads of kind of hit classes, loads of running, loads and loads of cardio simply to just burn as many calories as I could. And I really kind of associated kind of how much exercise I was doing with then stepping on the scales and wanting to see this certain low number on the scales. But you know what? I really didn't enjoy it. It was coming from this place of hate and I started to hate the exercise as well. It was coming from a place of almost resentment. It had all these ties to it were just not very positive things. So motivation started to really kind of dwindle and I didn't want to do the exercise. I was simply doing it because I had low self-esteem. And in all honesty, it was probably coming from a place where I was trying to impress others because I thought that if I looked a certain way, I would be more loved and I would have better relationships. And it was coming from all this kind of deeper sort of emotional place. Looking back now and having done a lot of work on myself in terms of my mindset and emotionally as well, I can really understand that now. But I see this with a lot of my clients as well when they come to me. They purely are seeing exercise for simply a tool, really, to look a certain way, a tool to earn calories and burn calories. And I see it a lot even on Instagram now where people kind of post their watch or their their Apple Watch or their Fitbit showing the amount of calories they've burnt in a workout. Okay, and it's simply there almost then as this tool to burn calories to try and look a certain way. And we're missing the primary focus of what exercise is all about. It is about nurturing your body. It is about valuing your body. It is about being the healthiest, happiest version of you, not just physically, but mentally too. So when you change this focus for using exercise simply as a tool to look a certain way, simply looking at that exercise as a tool for your fat loss, to shifting it, to using it as a tool to feel a certain way, to feel as fit and as healthy in body and mind as possible, to increase the longevity of your life, yeah, that is where the magic will happen and you'll start to get this incredible shift where you feel more motivated to exercise, where you start to really see and feel the benefits from it. So changing that kind of focus from it coming from a place much more of nourishment, not punishment. Yeah, so I was always using exercise as a punishment tool to earn, to earn and burn these calories, to be as skinny as possible. But now I use it totally as a nourishment tool. It's there to help me feel fantastic. It's there to help me live as long as possible and have this healthy, happy life for as long as possible. And because I have this focus with it, I enjoy it so much more. And it is just a truly part of my life. It's a part of me. It's a part of my lifestyle because I'm not looking at it as something I have to do and resenting it and it feeling really tough. It's there because it's a way of me showing myself. I love myself. I value myself. I'm worthy. Okay. And this is the point I also get all of my clients too. So you may be listening to this now and thinking, yeah, I exercise literally to try and lose weight, to look a certain way. And I find it 
I feel quite demotivated a lot of the time when I'm doing it. I kind of look at the scales, linking the scales to how much exercise I'm doing. I look at my watch to see how many calories I burn in a workout. So if that's resonating with you, it's really shifting this thinking around it to start saying, well, actually, no, I'm going to start just looking at exercise for how I feel and looking at exercise in terms of markers instead of using calorie burn in a workout, use I increased my weights. I increased my distance in a set time in my cardio. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting fitter. All of these things. I'm walking up hills now without getting out of breath. Those are much more valuable markers to use in terms of marking your progress with it rather than linking it totally to scales weight, to feeling as skinny and as lean as possible with it. So that is, as I said, the point I get all my clients to, and that is so, so key to mastering this for the long term. Because as I said, if it is coming from that place of hate, you will resent it. It will feel tough and you will throw the towel in with it. You won't enjoy what you're doing. And that enjoyment piece is so, so key. Now, Also, in terms of this, like so many people think, oh, I need to do fat burning workouts because it's how it's sold to us in the media. People think they need to do hours of HIIT workouts, loads of cardio sessions in the gym, loads of running outdoors. And they think I've got to do that because I want to lose weight. But ultimately, and I was actually having a really interesting conversation with one of my clients just yesterday about this. When she joined, she's been with me for a year now and seen phenomenal results. But when she joined, she was really open and honest with me. She said, I was doing loads of HIIT workouts constantly. And I was actually really struggling and finding it hard because it was hurting my knees. It was hurting my hips. And it totally wasn't the right kind of exercise for her. But she had thought, that's what I need to do. It's hit to lose, it's hit to lose weight. That's what I've got to do. And I've got to do all this cardio. But she was feeling dreadful from it, not enjoying it and wanting to give up. And she was thinking, well, I hate exercise. And if you're in that stance where you hate exercise, you are never going to continue it on forever. But for it to last, for it to stick, it has to become one of those behaviors in line with your ideal future self. You want to become the kind of person who is athletic, who is an exerciser, who works out. It needs to become a part of you. And if you're resenting it, if it's hurting your joints and it's just an unpleasant feeling totally for you, you're not going to want to continue that on. So she has now shifted totally to lifting weights, doing very little cardio at all, and has seen phenomenal results and absolutely loves it. It is a part of her now and will always now forever continue to be because we've shifted that mindset for her around it. And she's experienced the physical results that then do come with it from making that shift as well. So that was your point number one. Secondly, and this may surprise you, okay? So your calories burnt during a workout are just 5% of your overall daily calorie burn. So people, as I said at the start, think, I've got to get a PT. I've got to just exercise if I want to lose body fat. A workout is only 5% of your overall daily calorie burn. So people are drastically overestimating how many calories they burn during workouts. And they're underestimating how many calories they burn throughout the day just by being active without their workouts. So often clients get a bit kind of worried if they haven't got, say, four workouts a weekend. 
But actually, I would prefer to people prefer clients and you to be getting your steps in, to be much more active throughout the day, to be moving around generally much more. And this is kind of the most common thing that women don't kind of understand at the start of a fat loss journey. They simply think I've got to do loads of workouts, but you don't. Okay. That's the great news. It isn't about spending hours in a gym. It isn't about doing two hour long workouts, five days a week. That's just totally not necessary. So as I talked about yesterday, to lose body fat, you need to be in this calorie deficit. You do need to be burning more calories than you consume, but only 5% of that calorie burn is going to come from your workouts. So 70% of your calorie burn is coming from you just living, you surviving. It's what your body needs to function for your organs to do what they need to do. You will be burning as you're sleeping. You'll be burning as you're breathing. That's 70% of your calories, okay? That is your basal metabolic rate, your BMR. Then next up, this is the key part for lasting fat loss. And it's why so many women are struggling because they're focusing simply on trying to fit all these workouts in and then thinking I've got no time to work out. But 15% of your overall daily calorie burn is coming from your NEAT. So that is walking, doing the housework, moving around, not sitting down too much, fidgeting. Okay, so it's your daily overall activity, non-exercise. Okay, so it's coming from things that are not your workouts, but they are you moving. So that To master exercise for lasting fat loss, which is what we're talking about today, is ultimately about mastering your overall daily movement outside of your exercise, outside of your workouts. So if you're honest with yourself, could you say, yeah, I'm doing like 10 to 12,000 steps every single day, minimum over a week, 70K steps. I'm not allowing myself to sit down for long periods at a desk. I'm always getting up, moving around because... When you kind of look at women who often you say, oh, how is she so naturally slim when I see her eat so much? I can guarantee you their neat is way up. So they are rarely probably sitting down. They're constantly moving around, doing a lot of walking, probably moving around, doing housework and just constantly, constantly on the go. So that is why. And maybe you don't see them doing that many workouts. Okay, so I hope that's kind of explained it for you. Then the other 10% of your calories is from your body breaking down food. And then it's that 5% which comes from your workouts. So hopefully that takes a little bit of pressure off you as well, where you're thinking, I've got to do all these workouts constantly to lose body fat. Okay, you don't. You don't. All right. So this is why those steps, those daily step counts are so important and that overall daily movement. And sometimes I often get asked, what is kind of the best fat burning exercise? What is the best fat burning workout? So there isn't one. Well, there is actually, and that would be walking. It would be your neat, getting your overall activity up. It's not HIIT workouts. Okay. It's not running. It's not any of this. The best fat burning workout is you increasing that neat, your overall movement, because that is going to help your calorie deficit. Okay. So I hope that's over, that's explained that there for you. And hopefully a bit of a revelation for you as well. And takes that pressure off you thinking, I've got to get in the gym, do all these workouts every single week. You don't, you will end up burnt out. You need that rest as well. So think of your overall daily activity level and keep moving. 
Okay, number three, the importance of lifting weights. So I, as I said, used to do loads of HIIT workouts, running because I was so obsessed with that calorie burn. And I had a little bit of a fear when I was younger of lifting weights. As many women do, I thought, no, if I lift weights, I'm going to look big and bulky. But how very wrong could I be? In fact, majority of women have a goal of wanting to look toned. So you will never be able to look toned by simply doing lots of cardio because looking toned is about having muscle and having lower body fat. So that will not happen if you are not lifting weights. So lifting weights has so many benefits. Not only does it make you feel strong, it builds your strength, it makes you feel really badass and empowered, it helps your daily overall functioning, it helps with your lifting, moving things around, it improves your posture. Also, the more muscle you have, you will get slightly more calorie burn as well. And it's also so important for women, especially as we get older. So as we get older, Without weight training, that bone density is going to decrease. We are going to start losing muscle mass. Our heart health may deteriorate, which is why it is vital to lift weights because that will help overcome all of those things. It will improve your bone density as you get older. It will improve and build lean muscle and it will improve your heart health vastly. Okay, so it has so many benefits. So lifting weights is absolutely key to mastering exercise for lasting fat loss. And I would recommend everyone is totally different. So it depends where you are, but an absolute minimum of two weightlifting sessions a week, no more than five. Okay, but really around three would be fantastic. Three to four, absolutely incredible. And in terms of the intensity when you're lifting weights, so so many women underestimate whether they're working intensely enough and they think, oh, I couldn't lift that heavy. I can't do that. But in terms of intensity, for example, if you were doing 12 reps of an exercise, you would want to be at rep number sort of nine, 10 and thinking in your head, oh my goodness, how am I going to get the rest of these reps? This is feeling tough now, but you should just about be able to get them with correct form, all right, just about. And that is the intensity you wanna push yourself to. So if you're going through workouts and easily lifting weights and you're not putting your body through any kind of stress, you won't see the results that you want. So like anything in life, we need that stress to be able to grow and our muscles are exactly the same. So it's important that you are lifting at the right intensity as well. It's also really key that you follow a set program with lifting weights. So, so many women, kind of flip from one thing to another, go on YouTube, go on Instagram, Facebook, and just kind of pull off random workouts that they see people doing. Maybe often just copy things they see other people do in the gym. And again, doing that, you're not going to get the benefit from it. So it's so important that you do follow a program designed bespokely for you all right, so not a generic plan followed by the masses as well, something that's designed for you. And that's really key. Something that's been designed because it understands where you're at, it understands your body, it understands any injuries, it understands your goals, understands the time you have to work out. And that is absolutely vital. But what is also vital is you stick with that program for like six to eight weeks and slowly 
use progressive overload, which is increasing the weights steadily over that time so that your body does get put through that stress and then your body responds and your muscles respond by growing and changing to it. And that is where you will start to look toned. You will start to really get the benefits from that. And also using compound movements with your weights. So this is things which exercises which will use multiple joints and muscles at, at a time. So it's things like your squats, it's things like deadlifts, it's things like bench press, bent over rows, big movements like this, and then introducing more isolation, single joint and muscle movements. So for example, like bicep curls or tricep extensions, all of this. So it's key to have a really well-rounded program where you're working all muscles throughout the week as well, but giving yourself enough time to recover is also key. And do you need to go to the gym? Absolutely not. So, so many of the ladies that I coach actually still enjoy training at home. They enjoy even going to some classes sometimes. And all of this is absolutely fine. But they've all got their own personalized programs as well, which they all do follow. So you don't need to go to a gym because I know some women find gyms quite daunting. But I would also encourage you to overcome that fear as well over time if you were to work with me. So I hope that's kind of spread the light on the importance of lifting weights. And as I talk, if you have any questions at all, please do drop me a message on Instagram at APFitCoach if you want to find out any more or if you've got any questions on anything I've spoken about. And your fourth and final point of today, ladies, is motivation. That dirty, dirty word, motivation. So most common problem Okay, people come to me, they say, Amy, I'm lacking motivation. Can you motivate me? And again, people think that having a coach or a PT is going to instantly give them motivation. But that motivation will always be fleeting. I am not motivated every single day. Okay, but what is so key is having the mindset around this that is going to get you through because motivation will always come initially from you taking action. It's not just going to be there. It's going to grow as you take the action, okay? So tomorrow I'm giving you some bonus tips to help with this, but really linking it to your deeper why. So why are you exercising? And this is why it's so key, like I spoke about at the start, for it not to be that surface level, it's because I want to lose weight, okay? If you are exercising for that, you will struggle with motivation because you will get obsessed with seeing constant, constant results and results will be slow, okay? You will get in your head about that. So that why needs to be deeper. It needs to be things like, because I right now cannot run around with my kids without getting out of breath, because I want to be an incredible role model to my children. It may be so many women tell me this because I actually want to have a child or another child. And right now I do not feel physically fit enough or mentally strong enough to be able to do that. Go back to your deep whys on those times of low motivation because that is going to be your guiding light. And also this shift in your mindset, which I'm about to tell you, will be incredible for you. So when you are lacking motivation, you will probably catch yourself saying things like, oh, I have to go to the gym or I should go to the gym. Okay, you don't have to. You do not have to do anything in life. You get to go to the gym. Okay, so I don't have to go to the gym. I get to go to the gym. And what an incredible privilege that is. What an opportunity. 
So focusing on the opportunity on, of it, on, the, on your why, on what it's going to give you, okay? What it's going to give you immediately after you're going to feel fantastic, what it's going to give you in the longer term as well, rather than all the obligations of it. Oh, but I've got to get my gym stuff ready. It's going to be like just such a detour on the way home from work. I feel exhausted already. Then I'm going to have to get home later. Those are all the obligations. If you focus on them, you're going to lack motivation. But if you shift it round and focus on the opportunity of doing the exercise, you will follow through with it. Okay. And I actually always think this myself. There's a hill which I force myself to walk up every day. Am I motivated to walk it up here every day? No. But most days there is a man and this, this guy is disabled and he sits outside his house on the wall at the bottom of this hill And I always look at him and I think, well, this man will probably love to walk up this hill right now. And he's watching me walking up this hill thinking, I wish I could do that. Yeah. And I always bring it back to that. And it really gets me up that hill. It gets me stopping on focusing on the obligation of walking up the hill. And it makes me think, I am privileged. I get to walk up this hill. Okay. So always bring it back to that and know that exercise is the biggest form of self-care the best, most kind, most nourishing thing that you can do for you. It's not an act of punishment. It's not something you have to do. It is an incredible thing that you get to do. So on that note, ladies, I am going to leave you for today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your feedback. So if you have listened to this and if you listened to my other podcast episodes from this mini series this week or any other of my podcast episodes at all, please do drop me a message. Please do give me your feedback. I would love to hear it from you. I want to know that these are impacting you positively, that you are enjoying them. And please do like, subscribe, rate these podcasts because it really then helps me in my vision to be able to empower and impact as many women as possible in such a positive way to be able to step into their very best selves. Thank you so much for listening. And I cannot wait for episode number five tomorrow with your four bonus tips. Thank you for listening, ladies. (laughs) 